This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ross is the best. Ross is the best. Ross is the best. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean. From Jason and Alexis in the morning oh, on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop. Kenny Olson. If I had any balls at all, I would recite word for word the text exchange that uh, Don and I had last week. Um, but uh, I, I don't have those kind of. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, we we would both get in trouble with a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, but it had nothing to do with her surgery or her getting better. I, I'm assuming she's getting better. I'm hearing from the my talk folks that she is on the improve. Um, but but uh, I sent you that, didn't I, Don? Uh, John? You, you did, yes. Yeah, yeah you probably pretty, shouldn't read that one on the air. Pretty good. Uh, she's so awesome. Us. I miss her so much. So uh, we've got nothing planned today. We're I'm truly not trying. Ross is the only one trying on this show. Uh, John, you always have a stack of stories, so I, I shouldn't say you're always trying. Last Friday morning, I get an email from a GLer. And normally I wait a few days. It takes me a while to work up the courage to uh, look at these because it's normally uh, I'm getting corrected. Yeah, of course. But but it's a, a, a very old – Paul, um, nice guy, tells me about a, um, a show in Battle Lake, Minnesota, 20 minutes from my house, uh-huh. featuring a band that I used to go see a lot in the 90s. Um, and bef- And the name of the band is Mile One. And there's some guys in Mile One that previously to that band, they were in a, a band called The Phones. I think a lot of people might sure. recognize that with the um, uh, Cerises were in it and uh, Hermes and a bunch of other guys. And before that, the Hermes brothers were in a band in Fergus Falls when I was in high school um, called The Detonators. Uh, so I go way, way back with these guys. And mm-hmm. Paul turns out that he was a listener back when I worked with Yates in the uh, – I think we started in the 80s. And I didn't know anything about this, and they were playing Friday and Saturday. So uh, the roommate and I go down there, and all these people that we hadn't seen in years made the trip all the way up to Battle Lake uh, to see uh, Mile One, including my my buddy Gene that I talk about a lot, a concert Mm -hmm. promoter. Um, Wayne McFarlane, uh, ipso facto, a lot of people should recognize that. Jeff Cerisi, he was there. Uh, in the band, uh, Juju Farlin, the other uh, McFarlane brother, excuse me, he uh, plays bass, so he was obviously there. And it was like 
reliving my youth. It, it's a small <laughs> place, but really cool. It's called uh, Stella's. Uh, and they've got a little little music room there uh, and a little balcony, and it was about 120 degrees. <laughs> and we were uh, T to A, crowded, elbow to elbow. Um, a lot of people uh, overindulged uh, and pre-gamed and, and showed up stumbling, so that was fun. And did, you, uh, did you go into the bathroom then and do a couple lines of Coke and come back out? Just, <laughs> if you're reliving your old days, I'm just curious. I, I was never a Coke guy, John, ever. Okay. Uh, right. As a matter of fact, Sorry. I lost friends over that. Uh, but that as for point. the other stuff, didn't partake. Um, and I don't know that anybody our age is still doing that. Uh, but it, <laughs> seriously, we were all drenched in sweat and rocking out, and it was a lot nice. of fun. And if you ever happen to get a chance to see a Mile One reunion show, they only uh, they only play reunions. You got to go because Pat the singer has no control over his body whatsoever. <laughs> He's the funnest front man I've ever seen in a band, um, locally um, all the way up to nationally. He's just a fun guy to watch. While the rest of the the band is just journeyman rocking out, playing it, concentrating. <laughs> Pat's just going crazy, like he, like he just can't control his limbs. Sure, sure, it was a lot of fun. Why but, uh, can I ask? Why do some do some of them live in that area? Why Battle Lake? That Pat was my does. First question. Turns oh, okay. out Pat lives a couple of miles from there, so I'm sure he might nice. have been part of uh, setting up the gig. Brad, um, Brad, uh, what's oh God? Why can I remember Brad's last name? I worked with him at a, a photo place in Minneapolis. Uh, the drummer, he actually lives in Atlanta, Oof. and I don't know where the rest of the guys live, but it, it was it was great. It was Flashback City. It was a lot of fun. Cool. Sounds um, like it. But um, so this friend of mine who's involved in concert promotions, he's telling me this story, and this is all secondhand, and I can't confirm it on the on the web. I've been looking for... Um, I've been looking to see if I can find proof of this story, but he's settling up a show with, um, I don't know if it was Clinton or Parliament Funkadelic or whatever, Mm -hmm. and the talk turns to the old days. And there was a show in the early 70s where Parliament Funkadelic was booked to play, and it was what's called a band showcase. It was at a college in KC. And um, it's one of those things where um, it's kind of, uh, they do this from time to time. I think they still, they probably don't do it anymore, but it was a big deal for a long, long time. And it's kind of how South by Southwest came about. South ah, by Southwest sure. was kind of just a band showcase for up-and-coming bands so the uh, record company Weasels could come in and make false promises and book them <laughs> and whatever. And this was going to be a big, big gig for Parliament Funkadelic, um, so big that they were hoping if they did really good here, that they would be able to move out of the station wagons they'd been driving from gig to gig and get a bus. It was one of those deals. This was going to change yeah. the band. And uh, they go, so they practice, they got really tight, they got really good, they go up on stage, they're playing. And somebody, I believe it's the current road manager or somebody, was there and noticed that uh, kids started filing out like crazy. And he couldn't figure it out because the band was really tight and really good. He gets himself in position where he can look up on stage, and uh, George Clinton, uh, the master of funk, the greatest funk master that ever walked yeah. the planet, has whipped it out. <laughs> <laughs> and evidently the kids didn't like this. <laughs> 
Ross almost well, did a spit take when I said that. You weren't ready for that, were you, I Ross? I was not ready for that. That was a great time for me to be sipping a hot cup of coffee. <laughs> and I can only imagine George being George. I mean, we're talking, uh, fire, you know, uh, piece of firewood. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, like, like our friend Patrick Royce says, you wouldn't whip it out if you weren't right. proud. <laughs> right, right. So he had no shame, and he was proud. And uh, it didn't. <laughs> It didn't hurt the band in the long term, obviously, because yeah. they did get really big. Um, it might have hurt them momentarily. But <laughs> I've been looking for uh, another source of this, and I, I, I can't find I – I don't know if the story is true, but it came from a reliable source and his business partner and somebody involved with the band. Yeah, uh, I just looked it up because I thought, well, there must be some, you know. What did when tell you, me what you googled? What did you google? Well, I, I googled George Clinton exposes himself, oh. and all that popped up were things like Bill Clinton's alleged sexual misconduct. <laughs> <laughs> I googled uh, George Clinton whips it out on stage, <laughs> whips uh, it out. and I, I can't find anything. Yeah, uh, but anyway. Uh, that was a, a great story from my buddy, and I just wanted to personally thank Paul for uh, – um, and he was at the show, and I met him, and he's not at all weird. He, he's not a creeper. I, at no time did I feel uncomfortable with him, and uh, he met and talked with the roommate, and it was all a good time. Uh, and that it was just like a blast. Yeah. yeah, it was so great seeing old friends again. The roommate actually wore her uh, caboose T-shirt, one of her caboose T-shirts, so people are going, oh, <laughs> I remember you. <laughs> that nice. was a lot of fun. Uh, as for this show, there's a story here that Ross sent us that I I saw the headline and I was I was going to ignore it because I thought the headline was dumb, but I clicked on it anyway and started reading some of it and it well Ross it made me crabby. <laughs> well then I did my job. It's headline coffee shop. <laughs> the ten best classic rock songs to fall asleep to. According to science. I cannot stand this. This is the dumbest story I've ever heard. <laughs> Thank you, Dawn. I absolutely agree. When you're picking the perfect track to carry you off to dreamland, Led Zeppelin's rock and roll probably isn't it. But classic rock has plenty of softer offerings, too. And a new study by mornings.co.uk identified which ones you should add to your uh, sleep playlist. Okay, let, uh, we don't need to read any further. Um, and, and you said off the air, can, well, can you fall asleep to music, John? I, I can't. Uh, I, I tend my brain starts thinking about the music, or if it's a song I like, which as we'll find out in a moment, I like a lot of these songs. I want to listen to it in here, and I'm not going to sit and uh, go because I'm bored or whatever. What about jazz? Uh, there is some uh, smoother jazz, shall we say? I can't do it to. Uh, stuff, uh, I don't know how to put bebop. this. Bebop. Uh, can't do it to bebop. Can't do it to bebop. Uh, I can do it to some uh, ballads that are smooth and not complicated, but if it's a ballad and it's really good players, then, of course, I'm just listening to hear their solos yeah, and that yeah. kind of thing and see what they're doing. Yeah. Have you tried classic music, long-hair music, classical I music? I haven't. You know, I wish at my advanced age, it's something I wish I had always uh, at some point tried to approach, and I never have, unfortunately. I l really love classical music because I don't know anything about it, and I don't yeah. pursue it. And I listen to um, one of the NPR stations occasionally, 
and they drone on and on and on endlessly about it. And I just just shut up and play the hits. That's all. I just want to yeah. hear the music. Yeah. I don't care about any of the conductors or players or any of that. Uh, yeah. And I can fall asleep to that. But Ross, you used to work at the Jazz and Traffic Station KBEM. Yes, I did. When I was a uh, split shifter, work in the morning, go home, take a nap, and then uh, go back to work. I always had the Jazz and Traffic Station on, being a traffic reporter. Mm -hmm. And I could fall asleep right away, but then invariably I'd always end up awake because when there's a big incident on KBEM 88.5, a big traffic incident, they go to full-time coverage. And you'll hear a tra- at least they used to. I don't know if they do anymore. Yep, still do when it when it warrants it. Yeah, like a semi tips over and is blocking both lanes of a freeway. They go to full coverage, so I'd always be awakened by a guy doing traffic reports. And it was uh, anyway. That's my story. <laughs> that's Number one story. on the list. Can you fall asleep to this? Your song by Elton John. Um, it's not one of my favorite Elton John songs. I do not dislike it, but. Uh, no, I can't. I can't fall asleep to any of these, I don't think. Was that Honky Chateau? Was it that era? Uh, your song, I think, was one album before that, perhaps. Or no, two albums before that, I think. Don't quote me on that. But it wasn't uh, on Honky Chateau. That was one of my first uh, albums. I, I stole it from Great my album. mom. Stole it from my mom. She had that. Yeah. There are not to turn this into a music show, but there are three albums he did in a row. There, Tumbleweed Connection, Monkey yeah. Chateau, and Madman Across the Water. Yeah. All of which I love. Yeah, just absolutely incredible. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Uh, going to California by Zeppelin. <sighs> Great song. I love that song. There's no way on earth I could fall asleep to it. One Mona, of my favorite Zeppelin songs. Yeah. Mona Lisa's and ha- Mad Hatter's, uh, that was on Honky oh, Chateau. But there's no song. way we're no. sleeping to that one. No. Nope. Okay, here's, I can, I, I think I could fall asleep to Golden Slumbers by the Beatles, but no. they do that Beatles song <laughs> where they segue into another song and then it's Carry That Weight, and then I'm yeah. wide awake. Yeah. I, Ross, I can't sleep to Golden Slumbers because uh, McCartney starts that loud kind of yelling vocal, yeah. you know? Oh, Golden yeah. Slumbers, <laughs> yeah. fill yeah. your eyes. I couldn't. Uh, oh, God, I love that song so much. Speaking mm-hmm. of love, I, I'm willing to go out on a limb and say the only Pink Floyd song that I really, truly love <laughs> is Wish You Were Here. Yeah, that's number five on this list. Oof. I've always wanted you and Dill to recreate that on stage at GL. I don't and, know how to play it. I've never tried to, but Dill knows it quite well. That's the one where you're hearing the acoustic coming over the radio, right? Yeah. And I yep. think I think he's playing a twelve string there, and and it just puts you right in like a guy's bedroom. He's listening yep. to this, and he yep. picks up his guitar, and um, like a thirty seconds to a minute in, he starts playing along with it. And the lyrics are absolutely amazing. The mm-hmm. um, music is amazing. Absolutely a wonderful song. Agreed. Maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised here, but will uh, Dylan be making any sort of appearance back at home for the Minnesota State Fair? we don't think so. There is talk, perhaps, of a visit back here in August. So somehow, if somehow he could be, that would be I've had a good idea. I know what to do. Let's Let's have Such fly him back home. Wow. <laughs> that would save me and the missus some money. <laughs> Let's propose that. But then you've got to learn that song. Is it a tough song to play on bass? No, no, no. 
On bays? Yeah. Well, I don't I don't know about bays. Do you think I could fake my way through it? Yeah. I don't think is if, there even a base in it? I think eventually. Now I'm going to have to re-listen to it. Yeah, I know. We'll and if you work for a major airline in the Twin Cities and would like to sponsor <laughs> Dylan's ride home, that's a good idea. Please reach out garagelogic.com keyword partner. Um I'm going to go out on the limb and say the Loadout by Jackson Brown is the best song he ever wrote and performed. Yeah, you, I don't agree with you there, well, but I like what, the song a lot. What do you got? What do you think is better? Uh, I think the whole Running on Empty album pretty much is better than that. Really? <laughs> pretty In, much every every song. Including Run, Running on Empty? Oh, I love Running yeah, on Empty. Yeah, me too. The, song, the, tune. the story about Jackson Brown... It kind of reminds me of Dill because uh, Jackson in the early days before he hit it big, all he did all day, all night was practice. That's all he did, practice. worked on songs. And there's a reason why he hit it big. Hard, hard, hard work. That does not surprise me. That yeah. sounds like me learning a radio board. All I do is practice. <laughs> <laughs> Someday you'll get it, Ross. Get it right. Yeah. Ross, can you throw on the loadout right now? Let's let's listen to three, four minutes of the yeah, loadout. No, let's, let's not do that so we don't get in trouble. Uh, I'll walk be the on, fun police. Walk on the wild side. That's a novelty song. There's no way I'm falling asleep to that. You could just as well have Weird Al Yankovic playing a song. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Strong opinion on Lou there, huh? It's I could just, fall asleep to that. The, oh, it's just been so overplayed. Yeah, yeah that's the part I can fall asleep to. Do you think, you uh, are any artists using that kind of language in songs today? Yeah, I don't well, know. there's certainly we'll, one you can't use uh, in that song. Yeah. You'd I be think canceled immediately. I think there's more than one. Every Breath You Take by the Police? I could not sleep to that because I think it's so clever that a song about stalking has turned into a wedding <laughs> song. <laughs> so. Isn't that weird? Yes. I prefer the P. Diddy version. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Is there? Yeah, or was he Puff oh. Daddy still at that point in the mid I to late nineties? Still Puff Daddy at that point. Yeah, yeah, he did a crossover where Sting actually appeared. I think at the Grammys with him, and they performed it together. It was for when. Uh, when Biggie was uh, forcibly tipped out of the canoe. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do number 10 before number 9, uh, Imagine okay. by John Lennon. Love that song. There's no way I'm sleeping to it because the words are such that you're always thinking about what he's saying and, okay. and the whole deal. Um, but number 9, I don't know that there's a song on the planet that makes me more angry than Desperado by wow. the Eagles. <laughs> you hate the Eagles, man. What? I, it's the Eagles. It, no. There's some songs that I actually like. What's the song about cheating where she's going to the other side of town? Lion oh. Eyes. I, I kind of like that song. That's uh, a but great but song. Desperado. What a cliche. It's I like gotta, just uh, tell yeah. you, Kenny. Yeah. There's a story that I uh, associate with Desperado. Yeah. I can't tell you on the show. Oh, but I will share it with you off the show. Well, that's not that, fair. That means I cannot dislike the song. It has a, oh. a warm and special meaning to me. Let's put it that way. Oh, well, John, no, I, I can't. I'm too close to you. I can't hate something you love that means something to you. Well, I'll, I'll explain it to you. You'll It'd like, be like uh, hating a like family member of yours. No, it's it's not. It's nothing that uh, 
You'll see. I'll, I'll explain did you, it. Did you at one time find yourself broke and uh, you had to scrounge up some money? You were living in Fargo, no. and you had had you were never, making never your way back home in your '73 Catalina with four <laughs> bald tires and no money to your name, and you hadn't ate for three days. You were going home to beg for a room and board from your parents. No, it's it's nothing like that. It's quite it's quite heartwarming and and sweet actually. Did it have to do with uh, you being? He's just going to keep guessing. Being he really a, is being the a hero show. and <laughs> running to the rescue of a, of a friend or or a lover or a family member, and even though you're wanted in one area and people wanted. need you, you 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 find yourself uh, traveling down the road and helping people and uh, moving on and not putting down roots. And, no, none of that. Did none it have of that. Sorry. Anything to do with meeting me for the first time? Because that's my uh, guess. No, that had nothing to do with you either. Wasn't there a Seinfeld episode where every time they heard Desperado, everybody like stopped and it distracted people? Am I making that up? I'm almost I positive I don't there know was. That. I would have known that story. I've seen okay. all those Seinfelds a million the, times. The, here's the story, okay? I'll tell you now because Kenny's <laughs> going to keep going here. Uh, I had a nice relationship with a person. I knew it involved who, a woman. Who, um, when she thought of me, would think of this song. Oh. And the, I was working as a DJ at the time. Uh, oh, and she play, would call and, re- and request Play Misty it. for me, John. Play Misty and, for me. And request it, and you know the rest. So. Ah. Uh, <laughs> did you... Uh, I can't say. I'm not at you liberty know, to say anything you, else. Uh, well, uh, I think we all know the answer. Can you confirm those. nor deny? I can, yes. I can neither confirm nor there deny. There we go. Do you think the people, I just realized Lion Eyes, the reason it's special to me, yeah. is kind of for the same reason. Well, uh, I, I, I knew a, a gal that would step out. <laughs> And I too would step out. Step out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So see, you. I know you're not a big Eagles fan, but look at these just two stories about Eagles songs <laughs> that we just shared. What about Hotel California? You got a song for that? Uh, a song. Yeah, right, memory. For that. I'm sorry. A memory for I, that. I have no story for that. No, I'm sorry. That's called the broadcasting industry, Kenny. You can you can check in, but you can never leave. Boy, ain't that the truth? <laughs> Look up one of you. Maybe you know the answer, John. The album cover for uh, Hotel California. What hotel lobby was that? Because I think I've stayed at that hotel on Hollywood Boulevard. I think it's an actual hotel. Um, that is. Uh... For some reason, I've got that stuck in my mind. Um, went out to uh, California, L.A., Hollywood, hung out for a few days. Actually, uh, hung out with the Lion Eyes girl. In yeah. episode number 141 of Seinfeld, <laughs> Elaine's new boyfriend, Brett, is obsessed with That's furniture it. designed yes. by Carl Farben and the song Desperado by the Eagles. You're absolutely right. That's <laughs> I don't abs- know if I've ever seen that one. Hmm. Yeah, I'd have to go back and rewatch it. It's escaping me, but I do need to go rewatch it. I remember it being funny. Beverly Hills Hotel at 9641 Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. The uh, location for the shoot. 
That's the place we stayed. An absolute hellhole. Uh, the lobby was cool, uh, but the rooms were, you, you know, you could tell the rooms were built like, what, in the 30s or 40s? They were t- small and one of those deals where the uh, radiator would just work no matter what the temperature was outside. Yes, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. it was a real disaster. <laughs> hmm. Any more Eagles uh, or song uh, I, I have no other stories related to the Eagles. I'm sorry. Um, okay. I'm really glad I'm not here right now. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Have you guys ever seen Ross or John? Hold on. I'm going to turn my mic off and cough. There's a really old guy that walks up and down University Avenue. And I mean, he's got to be in his 90s. And his whole face is covered with tattoos. And he's got rings coming out of his ears, his forehead, his rings everywhere, and you could. T- this guy must have been in the circus or something. A real freak, but he's he's really, really, really old. I shouldn't say freak. That's not nice. A uh, really different sort of character. Yeah, we know. What uh, you mean. Um, and that's what this story from the mirror reminds me of. Did you happen to read that one, John, about the tattoo addict? Yeah, it it, it just it creeped me out. The whole story just. It gave me anxiety, the entire story. Ross, do you have that story up? Uh, I can pull it up here. Give me a second here. The the headline from the mirror, tattoo addict who has transformed into black alien wants to amputate his legs. He's 33 years old, but there's no way you can tell that from his photos. He's a body modification addict who plans to turn himself into a black alien and said he now wants to go even further and amputate one of his legs. Um, he's already had his nose, both ears, and two fingers, dot, 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 amputated. And his upper lip so you can barely hear him talk and speak. Well, uh, he's had countless implants placed under his skin, which is almost completely tattooed black, His as are his eyeballs. So there's a nope. picture of him. And this guy is messed up. I will post this link with the show at garagelogic.com. And in this story, Kenny, which I think you guys have both seen, you see him now and what he looked like five, ten years ago. Oh, it's incredible. I haven't scrolled down enough. Yeah, scroll. He's a a normal, uh, he looks like he uh, lives in Anoka County. The The guy with the beard. Yeah. Oh, he's got huge guns. Look at the size of his Uh muscles. Yeah. Is it fair to say that there is. To each their own, I get it, but there's something wrong with this guy. You wouldn't just do this. I've often wondered about face and neck tattoos. Is that self-loathing? Is is that mutilation? And isn't there somebody out there? I, I, I mean, when you when you get something amputated, you have to go to a doctor. I mean, you can't do that at a party. Like, you can have your ears pierced at a party. You can't have somebody cut your... I can't wrap my head around this, boys. I really can't because, okay, no sob story here, but I'm diabetic, and I often think about I take care of myself to avoid that, okay, because that can happen. It can happen to anybody, but it can happen to diabetics, and if it happens, it happens, okay? But thinking about somebody willingly doing that to themselves, I honestly can't wrap my head around that. I just can't. doesn't make any sense to me. He's also had his tongue split. And a hole cut through the skin below his bottom lip. 
he uh, recently opened up about how he found it difficult to find work due to his extreme ex- uh, appearance. Of course. No bleep, <laughs> Sherlock. <laughs> well, why would anybody want him around? Uh, when asked if he ever kept any of his amputated body parts, he said, my ears, my friends keep them. Gross. Uh, he's only got on his left hand a thumb, a pointy finger, and a middle finger. Those are the fingers my grandpa had left after his hand got caught in a piece of uh, it was some kind of woodworking thing. Both fingers went you know, flying across the sure. room. Yeah. The final line in this story, he says, my next modification is my face. That's the next one. What more could you modify to the face? Well, did you read the paragraph above that one, Ross? Uh, no. In a previous Instagram post, he had hinted at splitting his penis into. Oh yeah, yeah. For what reason? <laughs> I I don't know. Two okay, for what reason time. is the rest of this? It isn't the motto among doctors do no harm? Yes. You can't just go in there and order this kind of service. You can't get a regular doctor to do this. Yeah, I, I, like, for instance, I wanted to uh, schedule a, a C-section um, for, for uh, the roommate so I wouldn't have to go through all the nonsense. I said, eh, let's just book a C-section. We'll get, you know, we won't have to do any of that crap. They wouldn't do that. Yeah. They had to have a reason. I, I don't think they're going to amputate uh, just because you want them to. But the only people that can do that are doctors, right? So what, you got some guy working out of his barn out in the woods somewhere? I'm positive you could go to some other country and get this done. I, I know I don't want to say I know for a fact, but I've read stories and seen things that, yeah, you could wind up in another country and get it done. He don't looks know if I like, trust it, but you can get it done. He does look like an alien already. With the, I mean, there is no, he has no normal colored skin left on him. He's all yeah. black. Okay, if well, this, the, oh, I'm sorry, the John. Arms, the arms where he's got the stuff implanted underneath, they yeah. Yeah, look completely like alien arms. It's like, right, it, it looks like he's got like a rope wrapped around his arm underneath his skin. Under the skin, yeah. I hate to say this, but if this was at one point my friend... I'm not convinced I would still hang out with this person or associate with them anymore. Yeah. You don't have any tattoos? No, and I have nothing against tattoos at all. Everybody no. in my family has them. I'm not right. I'm not anti-tattoos at all. I just it to me it's it's the going the step further with the amputation and and the changing your I just I can't imagine what this this guy and I would have in common. The only unless he likes sports. <laughs> what was that? What was that touring show that went around in the '90s, John? Where uh, the the guy was Mister Lifto? He'd pick up things yeah. with his uh, swimsuit area. It, w- it uh, was a guy's name, right? Uh, yeah, and somebody's the something tour. No, war- not Warp tour. It was before Warp. Um, but that's the only place this guy is going to find work. What we used to call in the in the circuits the freak show. You know, you go into the freak show tent and you see the. Yep. Uh, the different-looking folks. Did you guys see the episode of Curb with John McEnroe and the Freak Book? Have you seen this one? No. It's got Paul no. McCartney and Heather Mills in it too. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's well, they're they're talked about being in it. 
But yeah, basically, it ends by Larry David looking at a a freak show book saying, look at that freak. And it says Heather Mills walks in the room who has had an amputation. (laughs) All right. You'll need to watch that. Uh, John, you said you had some sort of of story. What? Did you find something? I can't. I I remember the guy's name was Jim, though. It was the Jim something show. Oh, Jim Rose Circus. Jim Rose Circus. That was just part of the tour, though. What was oh, the okay. tour cause be, uh, oh, called? Because, yeah, know. there were like three or four different stages. There's a main stage and a bunch of side stages. With, I, I know they played Harriet Island. Stuff, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Not sure. Yeah. Not sure. Uh, dig out that Florida story, John. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, but, I've kind of been glossing over the storage aspect of uh, firearm storage at DK Mags lately, and I wanted to get into it just a little bit deeper. Uh, by the way, DK Mags is our full-service gun shop there in New Brighton and on the web, dkmags.com. Okay, firearm storage. You're leaving town, you're getting divorced, selling the house, uh, maybe you have too many for your safe, whatever the case may be, DK Mags offers highly secure storage for your firearms. Do not put them under your mattress or think you can hide them in a drawer under your underpants or Worse yet, go to a storage facility where you store, like, your extra couch and a bunch of other crap that you got from your parents. Don't do that. Um, That's not safe. Call up DK Mags. Um, They offer very secure storage uh, options, short-term, long-term, it doesn't matter. And you'll at least have the peace of mind of knowing that uh, your firearms are safe with them. DK Mags, they also buy unwanted firearms from individuals and estates. And I bring this up because I know of an auction coming up on uh, Friday afternoon. And a guy in his 90s, and he's got one heck of a firearms collection, and it's all on the auction, and it's going to break his heart when he sees these firearms go for next to nothing that he's been collecting his whole life. DK Mags will buy your unwanted firearms for both individuals and estates, uh, and that's your whole collection. So keep that in mind. Um, I definitely call DK Mags before I put them on any kind of auction or even tried to sell them myself. They can help you out. Just a couple of things for you to ponder. DK Mags, 443 Old Highway 8 in New Brighton. And they have a wonderful staff, great selection, really good prices. I've been really happy with their prices. Also on the web, dkmags.com. The story you were talking about, Kenny, has to do with personalized license plates in Florida. Uh, in some ways, uh, they're very creative and they seem to allow a lot, but in other ways they don't. So it's a little confusing. And uh, that was the gist of this story. Uh, they have a lot of leeway. Over the last three years, Floridans have applied for more than 1,000 personalized license plates, records obtained by the Gainesville Sun Show, and some which were rejected. Uh, for instance, uh, don't try... And I'll, I'll spell these and then say the word, obviously, they're supposed to mean uh, W-A-N-K-R-R, wanker. You can't put wanker on your license <laughs> Why? in Florida. Oh, that's I, one of I my favorite know. insults ever uh, from our and British you, French. Oh, yes, yeah, wanker. You, use, you use the bad British accent when you say two, which is yeah, great. When a wanker. Brit says it, it's the best. Wanker. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, sexy Grandma, X-K-Y-G-R-M-A, got the green light, but Fart Man did not. <laughs> oh, I, I, really? Nobody knows why. Uh, let's see. A doo-doo, for some reason, is cut, which, you know, D-O-O-D-O-O. Oh, that's uh, doesn't so... Seem that bad, does it? Yeah, no, that's fine. You, I-D-I-O-T, so you idiot, didn't make oh. the cut. <laughs> <laughs> However, 
Mo Sticky, M O S T I K Y, and I G O T A P. I got a P. Uh, both did make <laughs> the cut. P before we go. Have you guys seen that commercial? No. It's like a, one of the gas station P. commercials has their license P. plate is P Four. before we go. And how do how do you do we? W. I think they. I think it's the letter P. B. The letter B. The number four. four. And then I think it just says we go. That would be seven, right? Yes. So I, I think that's seven. what it says. Yep. P before we go. I'll try and post that commercial too. Yep. Yeah. You don't bother. That's all right. <laughs> uh, get some. That's the shut up, through. Ross, without saying it. <laughs> get some. Get, get was some. that okay? Get it through. That was okay. That's all uh, right. That's, that's a very old saying. I mean, that's been yeah. around forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it is used in a number of ways. <laughs> and, uh, McNasty, M-C-N-A-S-T-Y, made it. Uh, Mr. Poop, though, was blocked. <laughs> you can't have Mr. Poop. Mr. <laughs> that's so funny, though. It's all, <laughs> yeah, that would they, just put everybody in a good mood. Yeah, everybody around every, you would wave and give you the thumbs up. Everybody wow. in your car would giggle from from <laughs> yeah. three years old yeah. to you yeah a hundred and three. Yep, uh, two hundred seventy five personalized plates rejected from two thirteen uh, twenty thirteen to twenty eighteen. Uh, some were rejected at first, but then were okay later. For instance, get well G E T U five U M, which would mean get you some the five yeah. yes. Get you some. Uh, it was first rejected, but after further review, was overturned and approved. Wouldn't uh, it be free. fun to see the people? It's got to be. I'm thinking it's a committee, right? It's 12 yeah. people of all different <laughs> yes. uh, sexes and races, and they all have serious, serious discussions over this, like the yeah. Supreme Court of license plates. I was just <laughs> going to say that, and it's probably, what, like 9 or 13 people, Kenny? That way there can't be a tie. Yeah. Right, so right. Yeah. And they have to release papers and, and the whole yeah. thing. And Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what this one means, and I hope it's not dirty, so... Maybe you guys can help me. Uh, P-O-O-B-L-I-X, so Publix. Does that have any meaning that you guys can think of? Publix. Publix? Why would that have been rejected? Poop in public? No idea. (laughs) Well, it was rejected at first, and then upon further review, was overturned and approved. And uh, finally, the one that uh, was approved on initial review... S A T N L V S. S A T N L V S. Satan lives. Oh, I never would have got that. <laughs> that was approved. So, who knows? <clears throat> have you ever had personalized plates? I haven't. I I don't know. I don't know what it seems presumptuous on my part. A quick Google search for Publix returns yeah. nothing. So huh. I, and I even did Publix meaning. So you brought up uh, Seinfeld earlier. Do you think you could get away with ass man? Yes, I was going to say that. <laughs> I don't think you could. Well, I, it probably depends on where you're at, right? Don't you think? You know who's yelling at us right now? Um, listening to this is uh, Meg. Um, or she, I don't think she listens to this show, NGL, and she's on Twitter, and uh, I follow her, and she from time to time, a couple times a week, will tweet out pictures of uh, other people's license plates and then people send it to her too and yes. some of them um i got no shot at figuring out and some of them actually look kind of 
I don't know, lusty maybe would be the word. You know, <laughs> yeah. not 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 offensive, but maybe you know a bit yep. lusty. Yeah, you can uh, you can buy an ass man license plate uh, from, <laughs> oh. from Seinfeld. Oh, of like, course. You go to a store and buy one. Just uh, maybe hang it up in your garage. Exactly, and they are metal. So, uh, you know. how could I get on my license plate, testy? Nitro. That's what I want on my license plate. How would we abbreviate that? There's no way to do it. Hmm. Testy. T-S-T-Y. Yeah, I don't know how you can. So I'm referring to this uh, list or this uh, website I've been uh, obsessed with the past uh, couple of weeks. You sent this, Ross. I think it was before last week's show that didn't happen. Yes, it was. (laughs) Um, And what I found curious about this... um, we have your name, my name, we have John Height, and then we have Mr. FYI. You entered Don McLean and got one answer. I entered Don McLean and got a completely different answer. Yes, and here's the reason for that. For Don, I went to there's a diva version of this website. So oh. I clicked on the button to take me to the diva version. So you can plug her name into either one and get two different names. But the diva version is a bit more uh, salacious. But what I found interesting is three out of all of us, three of these names are snakes. You, Ross, Zealous Mamba, (laughs) Mamba being a snake, Uh, John Height, Xavier Viper, and if we put in Mr. FYI, Crazy Snake. I love that one. Uh, I, of course. uh, Called down. Crazy Snake. Oh, here comes old Crazy Snake. Yeah, get that. You know what? You could get that on a license. C R Z E S N. John, your intro music when your music hits would probably have to be Crazy Train, right? I suppose. Crazy. That would be a great band name, wouldn't it? Crazy Snake? Crazy Snake. Yeah. So, Don, uh, and I love this, Booty Frost. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the one you answered. Does Don have anything to say about her new uh, wrestling nickname, oh, Booty Frost? I'll, you know, I'll have to check here. Yeah. Let me, let's give, yeah, give me he, one second here. It's like here. working we'll, with a uh, rookie here some days. We'll <laughs> try and get Don on the line here. What, what would Don have to say about this? I don't know. Let's keep I wish it was. Us. Ross is a great I stall, wish I was more it? ready for this. Yeah, Let's so do, so do we, Ross. Uh-huh. She, <laughs> actually, she might just say this out of context. Kenny, will you quit saying boozums? <laughs> <laughs> I could do 60 minutes on how much I hate the word boobs. <laughs> boobs makes makes them sound like they're novelty items. <laughs> actually, here's what she might say about her name. That doesn't make any sense at all. It makes nothing but sense, <laughs> McLean. Give them the respect they deserve and call them booze. Never use the T word. That's for kids. That's a kid's word. Don't don't and then don't uh don't put I E S on the end either. Don't pluralize them. Oh, yeah. I hate what that. What is he talking about? I'm talking about <laughs> boozums, McLean. Boozums. It's a respectful and proper name for women's breasts. Uh, anyway, are we done with this yet? Almost done. <laughs> um, I entered in Don McLean, and I got, and I think this is the best of all of them, Gunner Viking. I think that is Gunner Viking, yeah. This is is a very rudimentary website, but you could have so much fun with this, just punching in names for people. 
I did for all of uh, GL, and uh, I, I was having great fun with it. Joe thought it was stupid and immature, <laughs> which, which, yeah, just leads me to believe that I'm right. What was yeah, suit? Do you I, remember? I no. Put them in. Are okay, you on the website? No, I'll, I'll pull it up here one second. Uh, we should do our boss. Hold on. Where's the link, Ross? Let me do our boss. Uh, uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe, Joe Suchere is Typhoon Ares. <laughs> yeah. Typhoon Ares. Oh, our boss, Dan? Extremist. <laughs> Extremist? That's it? Yeah. It's, all, yeah. it's almost I, like uh, they know his title here. <laughs> I put uh, Reavers in just to get the rest of the GL crew. Big Daddy Mars. Yeah, Big Daddy Mars. Big Daddy Mars. Yeah. Oh, you know, that actually makes sense for Reavers. You know, he does tower over everybody because he's like six foot nine. He does. Uh, yeah, I'm, he doesn't. He's never listened to this show. I'm so surprised he hasn't punched me right in the face. Seriously. <laughs> I have been so mean to him. He, uh, he owes me like 20 punches right to the nose. I'll tell him. I'll let him know. Uh, don't did you, tell him uh, that. Did you happen to look up Rooks, Matt Mikulski? No. Rodeo Dwarf. <laughs> Wait a minute. We can't Perfect. say dwarf anymore, can we? Oh, I think they've, right. outlawed, uh, they've outlawed that word. R- rodeo little person? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is there anybody else we can look up? What about Alexis Thompson from the morning show that you do traffic we on? Are. What do you guys do on the show? Well, we went into this thing online. <laughs> we typed our names. It's not my fault. I told him that this show was a bad idea. Now we're just proving it. <laughs> well, uh, well I, Alexis no. is just because it's this is the mail site says that she's Gentleman Thorn. That's not a really good one. That's not good. Either, we should but. have her on. Get her to open up because she's got a dirty <laughs> mouth too. Uh, if you want to look up your wrestling name, it's really easy. It's wrestlingname.com and you can have fun. Fun for the whole family. <laughs> I don't know. Are we done, Ross? Yeah, sure. Let me get you your music here. If you can find it in under two minutes. <laughs> yeah, today it's not... I'm still working on practicing the board every day like Jackson the, Brown and music. The problem, the problem is you do too many things. Your days are too busy. You need to get rid of a um, few of your gigs. They're getting out of control, but that's It okay. really is, and you're on too many podcasts. Uh, hey, dummies, thank you very much for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. This is what you get when Don's not here. Thanks Sorry. Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, are you guys screwing this up while I'm gone? I want a job when I come back. Stop! <laughs>